Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Probably This Calendar with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 446 for Comics Originally releasing March 14th, 2018. But Drew, before we get into what's coming out in your local comic book shops this coming Wednesday, we have a few things around the globe and also we have a top 10 list for the month of February. Yes. I'm not going to say that Kyle and I are are ever not going to sell out, but <laughs> we're not going to sell out to pimp underwear for you guys or to try to... MeUndies.com get... slash yeah. comics for fun. No, we we're not going to do that. We're not going to try to get you to switch your razor blades. Uh, we should. Gonna... I'm like, I've got a giant beard. They should be clamoring. Why, why don't they love us? Drew? I, we wouldn't. We would turn them down because our listeners don't care about that stuff. Our listeners care about comics. Again, we want to thank you for your overwhelming support of our rollout, the one in twenty-five Del Auto for Amazing Spider-Man eight hundred. It's been selling very, very well, and due to that overwhelming success of the variant, Cowabunga is pleased to announce additional Marvel variant pricing for even more titles. Now, all of these books can be ordered through orders at cowabungacomics.com, or you can send a message uh, through Cowabunga Comics on Facebook. Each of these prices is well below market price, kind of like the Del Auto was, and exclusive to listeners of this podcast. This price list is for you guys. It's well below where you're going to find it anywhere else. And you can make some money at it, as many of you have already discovered, with the with the amazing eight hundred. Yeah. Now these are just hot off the presses, so I don't have a lot of I don't have a lot of cover images yet. So I'm going to go down this through this list and share with you who the featured artist is, who the title, the the rarity, uh, the scarcity of it, the price, and as we get images for those covers we'll share and link those for some of you you may n have all, all the information you need with the price and, and everything and you can pull the trigger other of you want to wait well as soon as we get those we'll release those each week and this is all for month for the month of march uh releases right no no march solicit march solicit may releases yep is that correct yes it's uh, Black Panther number one. Let's go through those first. Uh, so for Black Panther number one, it's relaunching with a, with a number one. We have a one in 25 by In Huck, Huck Lee for $20. So normally you'd have to get 25 by 25 copies to get that one. Um, you can get this one for 20 bucks. We have a one in 50 Oliver Coipel, and that's $50. We have a one in 100 and this is an art germ version of yeah, I believe the, the, of I believe the cover seen, A. Yeah, the cover A is the standard art germ, and then they have the cool-looking virgins, the 1 in 100. Yeah, so the 1 in 100 is, is the virgin of the cover A. Now, any of these that you buy, you would also get a free cover A with that. Did you give the price on that art germ virgin? I said, uh, I, I did, maybe I didn't. It's $125 for the 1 in 100. Uh, like he said, each price is below market price, exclusive to the listeners of this podcast. And since uh, modern spec books are a key part of this podcast, and we make this exclusive partnership with Cowabunga um, because it makes sense for you guys, the listener. So that's Black Panther. Now, Venom number one is relaunching, and that's going to be with Donny Cates, right, mm -hmm. my boy? So we have a 1 in 25 by Rivera 
for 20 bucks. We have a 1 in 50 by J. Scott Campbell for 80 bucks. That's the one I'm 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 I'm, uh, I I'm know. stewing on right now. I know. We have but listen to this. We have a 1 in 100 Stegman version of the cover that we the cover A that we've seen that's beautiful. And it's only 85. Yeah, so for one in 100. Ugh. For a 1 in 100. Okay. And then we step up to the big time. A 1 in 500 McFarlane Todd McFarlane remastered for 500. A one in one thousand McFarlane remastered black and white, and that's a thousand dollars. Of course, any of those that you buy, you also get the cover A for free. Um, that that I think there's going to be some value there. That's going to be some cool stuff there. Um, now the Avengers number one, it's re, it's relaunching. Um, this is who's doing Avengers? Do you remember who's the new team? On is Avengers? that Nick? That's not Nick Spencer. That's uh... Uh, let's see. Mark Wade's leaving. Who's taking over? Ah, crap. Oh, I've Jason Aaron. Jason Aaron, Jason Aaron. So, so we have a one in fifty by Esad Ribic for fifty dollars, and a one in one hundred by Ed McGinnis Virgin, Virgin, which is which is the uh, the cover A Virgin, and that's a hundred bucks. Avengers Two is also going to launch in that same month with a one in twenty five by Marquez for twenty bucks, and a one in one hundred by Ed McGinnis for seventy five. <coughs> and these all come with the cover A just like The Amazing did. Fresh off the presses, we don't have a lot of information yet, but as soon as we get more more information on covers and things, we're going to share those with you. Um, I'll definitely unlock- be able to find the cover A's and share those as part of the, the show notes. And they unlock the rest of the ASM 800 ones. Yes, yes. So by now you've all seen that gorgeous Amazing Spider-Man 800 Del Auto 1 in 25 variant that's been getting snapped up. So that's part of our special. You get that in the cover A for $70 and um, has been doing very, very well. Um, we, we compared that to the folks at DCBS who are asking 125 for that. And that's basically what it's been selling for on eBay as well. And then if you ask uh, some lo- local comic shops, they're going to want 250 because you're going to have to buy all 25 of those books to get it unlocked. Yeah, at 10 so, bucks a piece. Yeah, so 70 bucks is a bargain there. So um, we also have a Dell Auto that's one in 200. And is that a virgin? I think that's the virgin version of that. Version of that. And that's that's going for 400 bucks. So that's a one in 200. We have a one in 500 Ross virgin for $500. We have a one in 500 remastered uh, for $500. Is that also McFarland? That I don't know. Uh, and then we have a one in 1,000 remastered black and white for a thousand still don't think we have cover images on that one yet either Mm-mm. if any of that sound intriguing you want to secure one for your collection um or to make a nice tidy little profit you can contact cowabunga comics via email orders at cowabunga comics.com uh, you can check them out on facebook slash facebook.com slash incredicow um you can go to their website cowabunga comics.com and find all their connections or you can give them a phone call 262-569-9999 so that's uh, tons of information for you there i'm going to put all that stuff in the show notes and as we get more information we'll share it with you but we're we're excited about the opportunity to a buy them for ourselves mm-hmm. um some of them um stayed away from the big ones because i don't swim in that into the pool uh, i already I already got my del auto i was excited about that 
this stuff is uh is pretty cool and it doesn't happen that often i mean we make fun of marvel for their shenanigans and relaunches but they don't really go that all out like this um, that often so this is a cool opportunity in may so that's why we have so many things to offer and i don't think this will always happen there'll probably always be something that marvel's doing mm-hmm. um but probably not to this extent so if any of that sounded cool let us know let eric know um, I've been getting a lot of emails from you guys, and I've been passing those on to Cowab- Eric at Cowabunga, and, and he's been taking care of our, our, our listeners. So yeah. I think that's been working out really well. Yeah, we know some of our listeners are buying them and flipping them already at pre-sale, and that is awesome. Uh, so that's that's kind of what we do the podcast, so you yeah. can't beat that. Yeah, now last week uh, Kyle said, oh, look, there's that Bloodborne that I <laughs> I called that. I called that and I was like, wait a minute, what is this Bloodborne that you called? And, uh, you know, checked it out a little bit more. I had to run out to the LCS and there was, lo and behold, there was still one on the, on the rack that I was able to pick up. Quick flip for 17 bucks. So that is that three, four times cover. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you to Kyle uh, for his pick that actually uh, worked out for me. For there once. you go. So I, I did really well, and I, I was really, I was really psyched about that. That was that was kind of a cool thing. So always take three or four times cover in less than a day. That's always a good thing. Yeah. Um, oh, so I think if, if we don't have anything else, you want to go to the top ten. We have a yeah, top yeah, ten for a, February. <clears throat> head on over to comicron.com. Their homepage has the sneak peek at our top ten uh, for February. We of course don't have the numbers, but we see kind of where February kind of balances itself out and where we don't you know this is where we guesstimate as to what's still yeah. over a hundred thousand yeah. what is it um so drew anything stand out for you well right off the top you know when you look at at february comics are down versus january so they're a little lower than than january was even this february is lower than last year's february so it's down three percent and it's down uh, over january so it's a bad month uh year to date already where comics are down 3%. Not a great start to the year as far as comic sales. For all the gr- the grief that Marvel's been getting um, and you know the goodwill that DC's been garnering, Marvel still took the unit share and the dollar share this month. So they, they've got 36.9% of the units, where DC has 36.6%. So they beat them by 0.3% in the units. And by some percentage points in the dollars, 34 to 31, uh, basically because of the 299 to 399 difference. Image made a little march forward. Uh, they were in the single digits for a while. We thought, you know, they were never going to get back close to that 11% that they were they were at. Well, they're they're at 10.82% this this month, and a, and 10.49 in dollars. So. A much stronger showing from Image. I'm not sure what that's attributed to, or just maybe a, a bevy of titles coming off hiatus at the same time. Helped Extra them. dollar from Walking Dead. And, uh, Extra. <laughs> that's true. That that helps as well. And then we have in order: IDW, Dark Horse, Dynamite, Boom, Viz, Titan, and Oni. Going from four percent all the way down to one, um, and that takes care of. 91% of of the comics released and then everybody else clamors for that last 8% that's that's not there. Now we get into the the top comic books being sold. Our number one comic book sold was Dark Knight's Rising: The Wild Hunt. 
if you can believe that. I do. You do? <laughs> uh, I would have never guessed. And then followed by X-Men Red, number one, at, at rank two. Batman 40 and 41 take the third and the fourth spot. The Walking Dead 176 comes in at number five. Batman White Knight, number five, takes the sixth spot. Peter Parker Spectacular Spider-Man, number 300, comes in at rank seven. Star Wars 43 comes in at rank eight. The Infinity Countdown Prime, uh, the hard-to-find Infinity Countdown Prime, number one, it, it's in the ninth spot. And then we have Amazing Spider-Man 796 with uh, the Red Goblin craze. That's at, that's at rank 10. We've got, what, five Marvel, four DC, and an image in the top 10. What do we think about that list as a whole? I'm trying to decide if any of them are over 100,000. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I think it's got to it's got to be X-Men Red, right? No. It doesn't have to be cuz you're looking at Batman being down in the the you know right at the 90 line if not a little bit under it, uh, maybe even dipping into those 80s cuz if you look at January's Batman sales, uh you're looking at 98 and 94 respectively. So, what for 38 and 39? Yes. There's that. Um if you look at the last kind of standalone metal title that shot out, which was Batman Who Laughs, which I think had a little more cachet than Wild Hunt. It was only 105,000. Yeah. So, are more people clamoring for Wild Hunt because of Batman Who Laughs since he appeared? That's the question. Make your call. What do you think? Alright, I'm going 110-105 for the first two. So yeah, I'm saying two of them are over 100,000. And then you think Batman is in the 90s? I'm going to say 41 dropped under 90. Really? And then one, and then Walking Dead 175, I think, was like 85 last month or something like that? Yeah, 85 or 82, I can't remember. So it's probably one. around there? Yeah, it was 82,000, so I'm going to say it, it dipped under 80. Oh, okay. So that means White, White Knights dropped too. Okay, wow, yeah. Yeah, I thought there'd be a bigger bump for Peter Parker, but yeah. Uh, yeah, White Knight was 73 the previous month, so it's around 70. I'll, I'll say um, it's a down month. People are getting tired of metal. Um, no. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll go with the uh, I'll go with your call, your original call of, of none of them over a hundred thousand. I could easily see that. Um, I'm sure one of them. I'm sure Dark Knights is over, but it wouldn't be by much. I wouldn't think. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Has Star Wars been in the top ten lately? No. The previous month, the Star Wars title was, yes, well, number 11 and number 12. So it's been at 56 and 53, respectively, previous month. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Well, when we take a look at the top comic books by dollars, um, it's it's another top 10. And and they used to display these side by side with just a, a ranking, a retail ranking, to show you who actually made the most money. But uh, Comicron is now breaking this out to show you a new top 10 if you just rank it by dollars. Um, and the notable change is that puts Peter Parker's Spectacular 300 on top as the top earner for the month, followed by Dark Knight. Um, the only notable difference is instead of Star Wars 43, uh, we get Star Wars Thrawn number one that 
cracks the top 10 in sale in dollars sold as well as that $8 swamp thing winter special which uh because it sold enough at 8 bucks to get uh to get up there and knock out the the amazing Spider-Man and the and the Star Wars somehow it's, it's kind of interesting yeah look at neat, it that way yeah an extra way to look at them yeah uh when you look at trades got a new volume of saga tops the list kind of a no-brainer yeah uh dr afra's second volume is out it it takes good to see a lot of people doing trades on that that's pretty awesome yeah um it's one that uh kind of lost interest in in the after the they kind of got away from what i thought was the the way to storytell kind of meandered for a while but i but i've heard good things i heard people are still liking it so i'm gonna check that out witter brought you back yeah yeah, definitely. We got DC meets Looney Tunes. That that made it in the top three. So that collected all the that Elmer Fudd, Tom King thing, and all those other ones. I guess that that'd be kind of a cool collection to have. I think some of those were pretty darn good. We've got Teen Titans Volume Two, Rise of Aqualad, Star Wars Jedi of the Republic, Mace Windu. I don't. Was that what it was called originally in singles? Oh yeah. It had those three titles with the colons. I don't yep, remember yep. that. Uh, so that's at five. Justice League Volume Five Legacy at six. Despicable Deadpool. Deadpool kills Cable at seven. Titans Volume Three. A Judas Among Us at eight. Astonishing X Men Number One Volume One. The Life of X comes in at nine. And Neil Gaiman's American Ghosts uh, doing very well. It's American Gods. American Gods. I was thinking of Hungry Ghosts, both at Dark Horse. And that came in at rank 10. So, kind of interesting. Way different way of thinking things dark, between Dark Horse and Image. Image, first trades, $15, $10. Uh, dark Horse, first trades, 30 bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, quite a different. It must, it's got to be a hardcover, right? Uh, maybe not. Okay, so th- that's interesting. Now, when it comes to shipping, usually it's Marvel that's flooding the market. Um, but this month, it was DC who shipped more comics, more trades uh, than anyone. Ended up with 122 total items uh, shipped, along with 88 of those being comics and 33 being trades. So they they really were cranking this stuff out this month. Marvel wasn't far behind. 81 comics and 31 trades, so not not too far behind them. And uh, Image, n- not too shabby, uh, shipping 70 comics and 12 trades. So the big three there. I think that's kind of all I'm seeing from our preliminary information. I look forward to seeing the hard numbers next week. And uh, you got anything else there that sticks out that you want to chit-chat about? Uh, nothing else seems to stick out. I think that's about all for me from the, at least the sneak peek version. Can't wait for the whole numbers to come out here next week. Yeah, definitely. All right, Drew, if that's everything, let's head over to previewsworld.com. Let's find new releases and let's see what's coming out March 14th, 2018. And Drew, let's start where you and I love to start. Let's start in Dark Horse. Well, it looks like the American Gods that we were just talking about has got a new volume and it's got a new number one. American Gods might Ainsel number one. Since I didn't pick up the first one, I'm probably not going to pick this one up. But uh, a lot of f- folks did, so it it, uh, it was quite popular. Yeah, I got a couple copies of the first uh, volume, but I I'm not going to follow this one. Yeah, uh, I don't even remember what Giants was. 
Alright, Drew, let's head on down and see what we got from DC Action 999. Yeah, is they going to do anything in here that's uh, going to be like a, a final splash page that's revealed in 1000? Or is 1000 just going to be kind of a celebration of where we are with a thousand issues of a comic, do you think? Looks like all the eggs are going to be in the 1000 basket because... Uh... No reason to pick this up unless you... Uh, or just a completist. Yeah, or if you want to sell it with a couple things. Or you want that really cool uh, Kare Andrews cover B. Always a possibility. Yeah. Now there's um, Detective Comics 976 starts a new story arc called Batman Eternal. And uh, might be a good jumping on point for you if you want to check that out. I've kind of lost the my way on Detective and uh, stopped reading it. But maybe this might be a good opportunity to jump back on and see see which way it's going i think the team's the same is it tinian yeah mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> mileage may may vary on him some people like him though batgirl and the birds of prey variant is adam hughes really cool looking adam hughes cover and there's a yeah. lot of hughes people there now um dc's young animal print is not dead they have uh, released a new number one Eternity Girl, number one. It's a six-issue miniseries. Uh, written by Magdalene Visaggio with art by Sonny Liu. Uh, it's about Caroline Sharp, who's been a lot of things, including both a superhero and a super spy. But now, with those days behind her and her powers proving unreliable, Caroline finds herself stuck in a life weighed down by her depression and an inability to change. You see, Caroline is going to live forever, and there is no escape to be had. The very act of living reminds her that, to the rest of the of existence, she is an anomaly. Uh, it's kind of weird. It's kind of a downer book. I'm depressed already. I ain't even read this. Time. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Young animal. What do we? What's the what's the prognosis on young animal so far? I'm glad it's there. It offers them the ability to do some unique stuff, but it has not hit with me yet. Not clicking. Yep. We have a title change for New Superman. We have New Superman in the Justice League of China on issue 21. I think that happened mm-hmm. a couple issues ago, didn't it? I know that he'd been with him, but this is the first time I've officially paid enough attention to <laughs> That might that. be. Yeah, we're now we're now seeing it for the first time. Um, got a couple of cool covers for Mr. Miracle number 7. Uh, that is yeah, it was a, neat. I like that cover, B. Doing a good job there on a book that I'm liking. Not for everyone. Now, you said you read Sideways number one, correct? Yes. Uh, interested in sticking with it for Sideways number two? I'm going to try this one. Um, it had a big bad reveal at the end of the first one that I want to find out a little bit more about. And, uh, yeah, it was it, it was intriguing. It wasn't bad. Not a wholehearted uh, endorsement. but No, but definitely not. At least some interest. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Supergirl 19, Heart Germ, Cover B, I'm going to miss you. Penultimate, Heart Germ. That's a good one. Pick it up. Even if you're not collecting them, get them. You're going to wish you had. Yeah. I started reading uh, Wildstorm Michael Cray. Uh, It's kind of cool because it's, it's kind of in like a DC multiverse type thing going on 
And uh, he's like a, uh, Michael Cray is like hunting down these bad people who are actually like altered, alter versions of the superheroes we know. So he's hunted down Oliver Queen, the Green Arrow. He's hunted down, uh, right now he's, he's, he's hunting um, Arthur Curry, Aquaman, who, who is like this evil uh, king that, that lives in a castle and they, they sacrifice virgins to him to, so that they have a bountiful, uh, <laughs> you have an underwater harvest. Yeah. But like, like the rare fish are, are caught each year. If they do this, this sacrifice and then they sell these rare fish for enough to live for the whole year. So that's, that's why they do it. And, and Michael Cray's there to, uh, investigate what's going on. And so it, it's kind of a weird angle, but it's it's kind of fun, huh. and to see uh, the superheroes we know being hunted down because they're evil is is kind of cool. Worth checking out. There you go. Now, when is Trinity over? I don't know. It's, it is stopping though, right? Correct. Well, this is only part three, so if they're going to do a trade, probably three more issues, right? It says, don't miss the shocking conclusion that will leave the fate of one of the closest confidence so i don't know if this is the end of this i don't know trinity is coming to an end at some point uh but we have a your boy sinkevich on b on cover b oh look at that i missed that shucks i get he's been doing a lot lately i'm gonna have trouble tracking them all down and i don't they're when they're not as scarce it's not as much fun (laughs) there's too many of them maybe yeah no getting Nothing uh, else. DC cancels Trinity with April, April's twenty-two. So, this is nineteen twenty-three more twenty-two. Yep, yep three more. Wonder Woman. Let's see what Frizen has for us. Oh, good as always. All right. Anything else in DC, sir? No. All right. Let's head on now. And see what we got from IDW. Nothing. Let's see. Ghostbusters is crossing over with the OG Ghostbusters. Oh my. All right. I don't care. All right, let's head on down to Image. See what Image has for us this way. Oh, Beauty's got some stuff for us. Yeah, they got they've got a three covers, uh, an A to B and a C Virgin wraparound, which I may or may not have ordered. I no longer can remember how if I've done this or not. So um, I think I did, but maybe I didn't. Nice looking wraparound. Yeah, it is nice. It's been a good story too. Infidel number one by Pornsack Pinchishode and Aaron Campbell on art. A haunted house story from the 21st century. Infidel follows an American Muslim woman and her multiracial neighbors who move into a building haunted by entities that feed off xenophobia. Interesting. Yeah. And it also has a virgin wraparound. Yes, it does. Along with Curse Words, uh, number 12, it has a virgin wraparound. Deadly Class, 32, has a virgin wraparound. And is that it? Uh, Versus, number 2, has a, has a cover C virgin. And I think that's it for this week. But I think we're going to be getting, we're seeing going to see a few of those. Um, we also have Dry County, number 1, uh, written by Rich Tommaso. Who also is doing the art? Uh, this is a guy who's done Spy Seal, and this is more of a crime series set in the late '80s of Miami. So, 
for those of you old enough to remember Miami Heat. Miami Vice. Miami oh, Heat. I see the pastels. Hold yeah. If yeah. uh, you remember Miami Vice. What the heck's Miami era. Heat? The, the basketball team? Yeah, I, that's what... I was just thinking about basketball, sorry. <laughs> uh, follows a young Gen Xer who plays amateur detective in order to find a missing lady he's recently fallen hard for. But that's really not possible because you, you wouldn't... You, you, there weren't any adults that were Gen Xers in the 80s, I don't think. Gen Xers is what? 65 to 80? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, it's weird. Who knows? Hmm. But uh, on Infidel, uh, I think it sounds interesting. Uh, I think I went light on this, and I believe there's a Jai Lee cover B that I liked because I just think Jai Lee fits with this world fairly well. This yeah. cover B looks to be Villa Rubio. I have Lee and Rubio. Oh, yep, you're right. Cover artist, cover artist. Okay. Four covers for Rose. Jeez. Yeah, what's that about? For a number nine. It's kind of strange, isn't it? Yeah. Um, we've got Laura's Postal one-shot. This will be the final epilogue of Postal. We already had Mark's Postal one-shot a couple of weeks ago. So this should put the the pin at the end of Postal and tie up any remaining loose ends that aren't already tied up. And I'm looking forward to reading this one. And uh might be a fun omnibus to pick up with all 25 issues plus the one-shots. Uh, might be kind of cool. Yeah, most definitely. Got another slots. The end of the story arc, issue six, is out. That's been a lot of fun. If uh, you haven't checked that out, it's definitely going to be worth picking up in trade. It's a really good read. Yeah, yeah very much so. Versus not I'm your out. Typical, <laughs> not your typical hero. No, no, definitely not. Anything else in image? Mm-mm. Ah, let's off and see what Marvel's got for us. We've not been doing a great job in Marvel because this seems to be where all the money is to be made. Um, we, and we're kind of m- missing some stuff. And I don't see any Amazings this week, so the the easy low-hanging fruit's not there. Yeah. But there might be something. We got Avengers 684 Legacy. Banner Hulk returns. So this is an oversized issue of the Weekly Avengers that should give us some uh, some uh, kind of insight into our new Hulk that we're going to get relaunched here soon. Okay, Return of Bruce Banner. There might be something there. I like yeah, that. These Avengers have been fairly hot. Um, I think the numbers are down because of uh, they being a weekly. Yeah. So we've we've got. Uh... The New Mutants Dead Souls number one. And this is a Matt Rosenberg book with art by Andy Adam Gornum Gorham and a cover by Ryan Stegman. It says these they aren't just the X-Men in training anymore. New mutants are launching themselves headfirst in some of the creepiest corners of the Marvel Universe. Uh, the enigmat- enigmatic magic leads her team of Wolfsbane, Richter, Boom Boom, and Strong Guy and bring them face-to-face with paranormal threats that they may not be prepared for and that they might just tearing apart. Uh, I don't know enough about mutants and Marvel mutant history to know how many of those characters are existing 
and how many are new or any if any of them are new. I know Magic's been around. I know Wolfbane's been around, but has Richter, Boom Boom, and Strong Guy been around? They, I, those aren't familiar with me, but that doesn't always mean anything. Yeah, um, the one thing that you know, maybe not in this issue, but this might be one to look at new characters being introduced in the future because you know this is where we got uh, you know Cable and Deadpool, so maybe. Maybe Matt Rosenberg's got a couple of those up his sleeve. There you go. And wouldn't that be uh, fun? That would be fun. Something to keep an eye on Star Wars Darth Vader 13. As the Empire's grip tightens, the stirrings of rebellion begin in the Moncala system. Order must be maintained, a job which falls to Vader, his Inquisitors, and Wilhuff Tarkin. So I don't know if we get much Grand Moff Tarkin in comic form, um, but if you're a fan of Tarkin. It's the first I've seen him really in a comic book. Yeah. So uh, we got some Dollar True Believers um, reprinting some of the early uh, Venom appearances. Uh, reprints Venom number one from 2003, uh, Lethal Protector number one, and Amazing Spider-Man 363, which was a uh, in dollar bins just five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and is now impossible to find. We have that third printing of Thanos 14. Continues to be uh, selling really well. Looks like a new cover to me. And Star Wars Thrawn's second issue. First issue was great. Fantastic. Yeah. And uh, You like that character? I really like that character a lot. It, it was really well-written comic and you know not having any clue who that person was no history with them at all they did a, did a really great job of of making me like him and so i'm really looking forward to this second issue to see more of his rise to power man if you'd have told me unbeatable squirrel girl would make it 30 issues i would not have believed you and we missed Here out we missed yeah. out on um uh our our, our friend and listener Dre. Dre Wolf Warner um, gave us a heads up. First, he gave us a heads up about this this series in general, <laughs> and yep. and to, that we should be buying that first issue that was still selling for under ten bucks, and we should we should get on the ground floor of that thing a while ago. And then he 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 gave us a heads up on issue twenty eight, which was the first appearance of a new villain named. Omniportentus? Does that sound right? How you pronounce it? Yeah, that well, that was Omnipen- for Moon Girl, wasn't it? Wasn't this all from? That was for uh, Moon Girl and Devil. Oh, that was Moon Girl. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I'm I'm getting my my series confused. I apologize, Wolf. Um, I'll probably just I'll probably just edit this out so I don't sound stupid. <laughs> yeah, you'll never remember. So let's go back to talking about Unbeatable Squirrel Girl me- reading, making thirty issues, and uh, I I don't read it anymore. I don't either. I dropped quite a bit ago. Yeah, I stuck. I stuck with it a lot longer than you did, and uh, it just. I just kind of lost interest. Yeah, but back on the Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, it uh, that issue one has caught fire. There is a variant of issue one that's still going for great money as well, and then you said that new villain that just popped up. Uh, that book caught pretty good too, especially since there are not many copies. It's around ten thousand, if not under on a monthly uh, print run of that thing, so they are supremely rare for that kind of thing to hit. 
Yeah, it's issue 28, right? 28, yep. Yeah, of Moon Girl. Anything else in Marvel? Probably. Probably, and we probably missed it. <laughs> probably, but, you know, those are the highlights. There you go. All right, let's dig through our back half, our booms and our dynamites, which are going to become bigger publishers here soon, and our aftershocks and our onis and our black masks and such. Got this uh, betrothed down here with a, it's got a Wando cover B. I like him. This is an aftershock book. Ooh, Rit- Sean Lewis. Yep, written by Sean. Who's Sean Lewis again? Is that who? No, never mind. That's somebody different. I was thinking Sean Murphy. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is betrothed. Welcome to the world of betrothed. Kieran and Tamara are both seniors at the same high school. They've never paid much attention to each other, even though they are the only kids at school who are orphans. On the eve of their 18th birthday, they discover a lifelong secret. In a dimension far away, they are each the leader of an army that is at war with one another. And what's more, when they turn 18, they're to be betrothed or fight to the death. Hmm. High concept. In a doubt. Um, it's a sci-fi series with a, a mix of Archie and Saga. <laughs> wow, never have thought to put yeah. two together. Nice combo there. Come Into Me, number one. This was a uh, spec pick in our bundle Yes, uh, a couple months ago. You want to talk a little bit about it? Uh, I can't. It's uh, written by Zach Thompson and Lonnie Nadler with art and a cover by Peter Kowalski. And uh, the the same people that did the dregs um, did this. This is a Black Mask book, and I know Black Mask has lost favor because they don't seem to finish a lot of titles. Um, but this is a horror story, a horror series about body image, social media, and memory. And uh, it it had a kind of it had a cool kind of a cool concept to it. I'm interested enough to check it out and give it a read um it's though this is a combination of they call this the insane love child of the fly and eternal sunshine of the spotless mind <laughs> that's crazy yeah that's also a crazy combo not feeling any heat on encounter number one art balthazar is writing that one a very all agey lion forge looking book what was that one called encounter number one. Oh, okay judas is finishing up yeah, Judas number four. Did you end up staying all in on that and getting the A and B covers? I, uh, Maybe. At least through two or three I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could have finished. Yeah. So close. I, I I meant to. If I didn't, it's just from just pure whoops. Oversight, yeah. Uh, we got a lot another... of cheesecake. Good gracious, a lot of cheesecake this week. And he's looking at the Ember Zero. Between embers and lookers and jungle fantasy and good week for Drew, good week for she Barbarellas and Belladonna's good gracious. We've got the final issue of Quarry's War, uh, issue four, um, by Max Allen Collins, and uh, this is a hard case crime imprint from Titan. Really fun book, so I'm looking forward to seeing how this thing ends. 
Sea of Thieves, number one, written by Jeremy Whitley with Roald Marcellus on art from Titan Comics. This is another video game tie-in. Explore and raid across the treacherous Sea of Thieves with this epic story based on the action-adventure multiplayer game from Rare Studios due for release early 2018 on Xbox One and Windows 10. Um, it's actually going to release at the end of this month. I think the 28th or whatnot. Um... Voyaging to far islands in search of legendary buried treasure, our heroes will face rival thieves and the wrath of undead hordes guarding their riches and the worst that the vast sea has to offer. I've been playing the beta for this game and the stress tests and the little stuff they've had on. It's it's uh, a lot of fun. What's the game called? Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. So four-player cooperative game. You're a pirate. You get on a pirate ship with your buddies. One of you can steer, the other has to run the sails, the other has to run down and, and navigate with the map. There's cannons. When you get in a fight, you have to patch up the holes. Could I get? Could Just, I be the one that gets scurvy? You could be the one that gets scurvy. If we don't like you, we can vote and send you to the brig. Fantastic. Um, Every character comes with an accordion or a set of drums, and you can just drink uh, grog and play your instruments on the high seas if you so desire, <laughs> or you can go out in search of treasure. Uh, it's a neat, fun little game, and I'm a big fan of all, what Rare Studios does. So it's uh, just a neat little video game that I'm looking forward to coming out. Does this and have I mean, any probably... of that Bloodborne magic in it? No, much lesser known with Bloodborne. Bloodborne's an existing title that came out a couple years ago from a studio that released several things that were, were big into the similarities of that world. Um, so it already had, the game already had the following, and then the comic book came after that. This is uh, a precursor to the game that uh, we don't know how it'll sell or how it'll hit or what it'll do. So it, if it's, it might be something to pick up now, and if the game hits hard at the end of the month, over the next six months to a year, it might be something nice. Very cool. But at the very least, I kind of want to see if they do any connected story with this. Because, yeah. um, like I said, I like the way Rare Studios does, and I like the people in that studio. So. Yes. We have uh, Subspecies Number 1 from Action Lab. Uh, we don't have a lot of luck with Action Lab. But this is written by Colin Bunn and Jimmy Johnson. I don't know if that's the NASCAR driver, Jimmy Johnson, or the... Ex-Dallas ex Cowboy coach. <laughs> Cowboy coach, Jimmy Johnson. That's oh, Jimmy Johnston, I'm sorry. With, so none of them, okay. It's neither, neither one of them. And art by Daniel J. Logan. Um, um, it's about vampires, it looks like. So take that. What about Vampironica, Drew? Yeah, um, that, I'm actually interested in this. Uh, there you go. I like the cover a lot. The Smallwood cover A? Yeah, I'm a big fan of, of Greg Smallwood, so I like that cover, and I, I thought... The hunger was okay. The mm -hmm. jug had the hunger, and I think um, Afterlife with Archie before that. Yeah, when it came out was great. Um, so these twisted little Archie riffs are kind of cool. Uh, so yeah, I, I want to actually want to check this out a lot. Anything else, Drew? Uh, I don't think so. All right, this is the point of the podcast where I say, "What is the next up and coming book? What's the one worth heading to your LCS, knocking on that door as soon as they open and say, hey Make sure I get a copy or two of this one, because it is going to make me some money. Drew, what you got for me? Hmm. Or is this a skipper week? I don't think, no, no, no. I definitely don't think it's a skip week. Um, I think, I mean, I, I think New Mutants, maybe, but I don't know enough about it to make a, an 
a real solid pick there. So you think Matthew Rosenberg's New Mutants Devil Dead Souls number one? Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Um, it's it's tough. Like, you know, I'm not I'm not really feeling either one of those image number ones either that much. The Infidel and the um, uh, Dry County. Yep. I'm going out with uh, Infidel. I'm going to go ahead and pop that one. Um, I'm a big Cover A guy, but I like Jai Lee on Cover B as well. Yeah. I guess I guess I'm kind of resigned to. Yeah. Ah. Uh, or is it Trinity 19 cover B, Sinkovich cover? No, I don't think. Or do we want to do a flyer on Action 99 that something huge is going to happen before 1000? Well, let's go... Hmm. <laughs> let's go Let's go with our spec pick from originally. I'm, I'm going to go with Coming to Me number one from Black Mask. There you go, there you go. It's e- it, it was either going to be that or probably Betrothed from Aftershock. So um, since... Since coming to me was my original spec pick three months ago, I'm gonna go with that one. And this being a black mask, get it. If it hits hot, sell it right away because we won't see an issue three. We'll see four to five printings of issue one, but we might never not ever see another issue beyond the series. <laughs> All right, Drew, thanks so much. And we want to thank you listeners for tagging along with us for episode number four hundred and forty six, if I remember correctly, for comics coming out March fourteenth, two thousand and 18 of course drew gave you a rundown of some more additional marvel high-end variants coming out through cowabunga comics and we uh, encourage you to look into some of those if you want to skate in those waters um cowabunga going super deep on some of these and unlocking a lot of really killer titles and uh passing the savings on to our uh listeners so we really appreciate them for that and we really appreciate you guys for listening so for drew and for myself see ya